Man, what's good with you, everybody, man? It's your boy, Kato, man. And you tuned in to one-on-one with Jerm on the Polaris Network. Yo! Oh, man. We're back. One-on-one with Jerm. Episode 105 on the Polaris Network, where where authenticity matters. I couldn't get that word out of my mouth. Man, we're back. Somebody special, man. He's been on one of the... Was it the collection show? Fall yeah. collection, huh? Yeah. Um. No, no. Winter it was winter collection. Winter collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The winter collection. I got my collections. Fall collection, October 15th, by the way. Fall collection, October 15th. At Media Block Studios. Pull up on this. Pull up on this. Tickets will be available soon. Um, My boy, a father, girl dad like myself, uh, entrepreneur, uh, rapper, uh, businessman, man of God, um, I hate he a cowboy fan. <laughs> <laughs> we be going back and forth in the DMs talking about our teams. My boy K throwed in the building. How are you, man? I'm good, man. Appreciate you for having me, bro. Oh, it's a long time overdue. Long time. Yeah, overdue. we've been talking. We've been talking about it for a, a good little minute, oh, and we man. finally got here. Finally got here. Yeah, man. man. Yes, sir. Adulting, adulting don't stop. And I got, <laughs> I had to get some folks in here, but I got my dog up in here, man. Like you said, he's performed on the, the Fall Collection, man. And I found out, me and him, we work at the same at the same job. Well, not at the same job, but the same company, man. Yo, so that's super got. dope. So he know, he know the, the, the <laughs> what go down. On a on a twelve hour basis, basically. For sure. How's life, man, man? Oh man, it's been good, man. Just man, just on a self improvement journey every day. You know, just getting greater. Just like yourself, man. Just trying to build this empire, break out of time. Yeah. You know, just setting things up for the fam. I understand that. You know what I'm saying. I know uh, you got a couple things out, mm-hmm. and you got uh, what I want to get into. But how'd you get into music, man? What what got your your, your feet wet? My mother. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, like I said, man, my mother passed away about twenty two years ago. Oh wow. And she was the first one to know that I was rapping. Uh huh. And you know, man, I'm about five six years old at the time, so I'm just spitting gibberish and stuff like but, that. But she knew my <laughs> she knew I was talented. Yeah. So I didn't really start getting like super deep into it till about twelve. I made my first tape in 2002. I oh, still wow. remember the date and everything. It was August 12th. I uh, made you, my little you, cassette tape. Like my a grandma. couple days off. Yeah. Um. So it's like, uh, man, my grand my grandparents would give me a little money, give me a little allowance money and stuff like that. So I go to Family Dollar, buy me some little plastic cassette tapes, and come home, and um, you know, man, basically just record music, man, just really, you know, doing my thing. I did a lot of freestyling and stuff like that too. So. That's how I actually kind of um, kind of really knew how to come off the top of the head because I didn't know how to write music. Right. Like, I ain't know how to write songs. I ain't know how to structure hooks and all that stuff. Of I ain't know how to do none nothing. of that. So, yeah. man, if it came to my mind, I said it. Hmm. And, man, I used to sell my little tapes to the kids. Man, I used to go to um, I used to go to Garcia Middle School, right, yeah. in Fort Bend County. So it's a bunch of white kids. Of course. So... I used to sell my little cassette tapes to the little kids and make my lunch money that day. That's how you do it. How so, much you sell a tape for? Like 50 cent, bro. Yeah. I wasn't trying to yeah, sell yeah, them for yeah. that You were trying to hit them over the head. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I'm just like, man, I knew I could do something with it then. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to take it serious. And then... Um, and this I, is middle school. This is middle school. Yeah. 
So, man, I hit high school. No matter of fact, this was actually before my freshman year in high school. And my grandmother asked me, because I got a, I got a, I got a couple of cousins that rap too, like Lil Flea and a street military. That's actually my blood cousin. So my grandma asked us, like, man, can y'all do a little something, something for the reunion? Stuff like that. Yeah, that's me. When come on. Yeah, come I do something it, for the I family. Did it, I did it with no hesitation. So, <laughs> but see, this, this is the crazy thing about that in particular. So, she was asking me to do something, but man, I didn't really just have too much of my own songs. Like, it was stuff that I actually wanted to perform. Mm-hmm. So, man, my cousin Craig actually gave me a CD with some instrumentals on it. So, I go sit in her car and I go listen to the, um, I go listen to the instrumentals and that Cassidy I'm a Hustler came on. So I was like, yeah, so I'm like, okay, I know what I'm going to do now. So, man, I go back up in there, man, get a DJ, my uncle a DJ. So I give him the CD. I said, man, just let the beat play. Mm -hmm. Man, God intervened and I killed it. Mind you, I'm 15 years old at the time. Facts. So, man, yeah. So, man, I go up there, man, I'm rocking my great-grandparents is sitting right there, too. They sitting right there in the front, and I'm just making a day. Man, I'm not cussing. I'm not doing nothing. I'm 15. Making them smile. Coming off the dome, yeah. bro. And I'm like, man, that's that's when I knew at that moment. I was just like, yo, it's finna get real now. So, yo, man, that's how that came up. That's how that came about. Who was some of your inspiration? Who were you listening to, you know, while you was making those cassette tapes to sell to your, your partners at school? Man, bro, I was a big 50 fan. Ooh. For sure. Oh, somebody huge. else on the uh, podcast. You, it's been <laughs> two people, and all these episodes I didn't had that it said fifty. I'm a huge fifty fan. For real, bro. I had to go behind my grandma back to get get rid of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bro. Yeah. Cause man, my grandma didn't allow explicit. Like, she didn't mind us listening to rap. Yeah. But she didn't mind. Like, she was just really against us. My grandma a Christian, so Facts. it's like, man, she my a, pops too. She a full blooded mm-hmm. Christian. Like, bro, my grandma won't even let you. Come to her house, which she wouldn't even let you spend a night with your girl at her house and y'all sleep in the same mm-hmm. room. That's how it really was, bro. That, so it's like, man. I know what you're talking about. I met FYE when they was open at the time. Of course. And I'm like, man, I see that. Doing man, my better. birthday coming up yeah. at that time, too. I'm like, bro, I'm looking at this 50 CD. I said, bro, I'm get this mug, bro. One of the best albums. I always said, man, that's one. To me, I feel like, man, it's probably one album ever I would put over that record. And that's Tupac, All Eyes on Me. Hmm. Everything goes, bro. That's one of the greatest hip hop albums ever. You know what? They I was listening to a podcast today and they were talking about um Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah. And it's a classic, what, man. what it did to the culture at the mm-hmm. time and how it just changed and shifted everything. That's there. That's I I don't know if I really tapped in I tapped in more to uh G Unit than I did to uh Get Rich or Die Trying. I, I had respect for fifty. Bad for Mercy was dope too. Bad yeah, for, for Mercy sure. was dope. Yeah. The song with uh um uh, Joe, I yeah. want to get the number. Yeah, <laughs> I really want to love, bro. That yeah, yeah. forever ingrained into my head. Oh, Greatest man. song ever. What, what, what was my ever. favorite? Man, what was my favorite record on that album? I think G Up was my favorite. G Up, yeah, G Up was tough. G Up was tough. Yeah, I remember that. I remember my partner Aaron. He made that whole um, uh, beg for mercy. He burned it on a CD. That's how old we Man, no, nah, I bought that album. You bought that album? I, I was trying to get See, the G Unit chain, I couldn't though. buy none. <laughs> man, bro, chain. I was trying to get you the G Unit You had a G Unit Rebox? No. Oh, man. I didn't I didn't wear anything G Unit brand. I ain't gonna lie to you. But, man. The music I, was just. The music the, was just. 50 was just the soundtrack to my life at that time. Yeah. 
as a like teenager. man, Fifty made me want to try gangster rap, bro. At one point, so like man, but man, if if I really had to say like influences, man, it was Fifty, mm. Tip, Jeezy, um, like Thug Motivation One on One is still in rotation to this day. My, I remember, um, I remember leaving high school every day with my partner, and he would play that CD every day religiously. Bro, it religiously, was it was literally life, man. Yeah. Trap or die, and trap and, or die. And, Trap or die wasn't just necessarily selling dope, man. No. It was just like a way man, of life. It's a way of life, Facts. like man. You gotta really, you either gonna boss up or man, you gonna, you gonna get bossed around. You, yeah, you gonna stay with <laughs> you. Know you know what I'm saying? So niggas don't remember that um, that King album. <sighs> that T.I. King album oh, Hey man listen That Yeah You think that was Tip best album? <sighs> I go back and forth Between that and Paper Trail Yes There we go There we go Now you, you talking my talk Yeah yo, Come on yo. man I'm a T.I. fan Yeah I'm a Me T.I. Too? Yeah yeah yo. I'm a T.I. fan I go back and forth It's just it, Depending on The mood and the setting mm-hmm. And when you jamming it It could be Paper Trail one day and then it could be King one day. If you want that nitty gritty, you go to King. But if you want, you know, yeah. when Ti, when you knew Ti was getting a lot of money and he was about to cross over, and he was still making good music, you got a paper it, trail. It was, it was yeah, definitely paper trail. Yeah, I remember. Man, I was I'm, at I'm still City. a trap music fan. So, Thanks. like, man, be easy. That's that's my that's be probably easy. my yeah. That's probably my favorite. Too. Motivation. That I think. Oh, Urban Legend had hits. Um, dog, I think the first <laughs> oh, time. Man. Maybe the first time I really knew who T.I. was, I was playing Rainbow uh, Midnight Club on my PSP. I tell you how old I am, bro. And they had motiv- motivation on there. I said, <laughs> oh, this said, tough. That boy said the PSP. Hey. Hey, I had the Dreamcast. I had bro. that, too. We, one we, of the greatest. There, bro. One of the 32. greatest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 34. So, I'm one of, that's hey. one of the greatest video game systems ever. Really? Just to, to me, that Dreamcast? Ooh. Man, I was just telling somebody about that. They posted it on their store. I said, man, that's one of the greatest video game systems to me. That introduced the that introduced probably like the era. It probably introduced a new era of graphics. Yep. Because for me, that's how I got introduced to 2K. Ex- me as well. That virtual memory card. That man, I would take that to school like I was doing something. Oh my God. Yeah. Man, I've had every 2K game every. except two. That was probably three and four. I had I had everything. All else. Of I had the first one. Had the two K one. You remember 2K2? when they had two uh, K football and stuff on the on the Dreamcast? And it failed. <laughs> and it was tough. Bro. Why why it lasted? It was tough. They had mm-hmm. the college football. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. EA Sports stuff. They game up. Bro. Yeah. They had to. Yeah. It had Carson Palmer. I remember they had Carson Palmer on the car. I'll never forget the Dreamcast. <laughs> I I don't know how I begged and coerced my parents into getting me that Dreamcast that summer. Yeah. But it was the best decision of my life. <laughs> man, mine burnt out on me, bro. I was yeah. depressed. <laughs> no, I was like, man, but then Pops came through with the Xbox, the first Facts. Xbox. Yeah. And that's yeah. when I, man, he, he called was... me that 2K5. And man, we had Fight for New York. That's one of the greatest games ever. That uh, D, uh, Def Jam? Def Jam. Def Jam Vendetta, yeah. Fight for New York. Hard. Hard. <laughs> These kids don't understand. Max Payne. Oh, man. These kids don't understand, man. True crime. True crime. Oh, true crimes of LA. Um, oh my God, that true crimes was so hard. NBA Street Violence Two. Yep. Oh man. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> Even Microsoft had came out with that uh, football game that was trying to rival Madden at the time when they brought out that man, first you Xbox. You can't rival Madden. You can't. You can't, can't rival bro. Madden at all. They tried, especially with that one with Mike Vick on the cover. Like you that's know, one. You, you can't. 
in that white Falcons jersey. Oh, God. That mother was looking so crispy, too. <laughs> on the cover. These kids don't these kids don't got no man, good video games these bro. days, man. What's wrong with these kids? Hey, the PS5, cool and all, but bro, man. You got a PS5? I got a PS5. Hey, anybody out there, <laughs> me in, I'm trying to get a PS5. Let me know. And don't be trying to hit me over the head. I just want just... You know, five hundred, five ninety nine, however much it is in, in the store. I yeah. want a PS five. Everybody keep talking about it. Yeah. What you got on there? You got the new Madden? Yeah, actually, well, I ain't got the new one that just came out, but you got the latest. I got, one. I got, I got twenty two. I got two K twenty two. You good? Yeah. He swear he good. Yeah, he might be. He ain't no good. <laughs> He might be. He ain't a wow, come on, don't 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 hype him up. Hey bro. man, if you play with LeBron, there's a way. Nah, he That's that's yeah, see, he that's how I know he's good. He he randoms. run with anybody. Yeah. Three randoms. That boy, he'll run with the current Houston Rockets team and be somebody. Mm-hmm. Hey man, it be like that, bro. You gotta know what you're doing. No real field goal percentage. Hey, all that matters is that W. I don't care if it's by yeah. point .5. I don't care if it's by a point. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to get that W. Yeah, I got to get a PS5, man. I see you at, on your SoundCloud. You had your beat tape on there, man. You gave us uh, 16, 16 tracks on your beat tape, man. What, what's up? I know you you, you made beats like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm actually glad you brought that up. Yeah. Man, that didn't cross my mind at all. Yeah. But yeah, man, I do my little thing producing, too. Um. Them that beats. high vibrations and blessings. I think those are my favorite joints. Really? Yeah. Man, I actually sent that high vibrations to one of my one of my homeboys that was producing with me too. Yeah. And he was like, it was just something different. Like I was just trying to mess with some Facts. stuff, bro. I, like I could tell. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It sounded like good too. Man, I could do my thing with the R and B beats and the trap beats mm-hmm. and that stuff. I, I kind of masterminded all that, but I was just kind of trying to, you know, try to do something different. So man, I'm hearing all these little Asian sounds because like he put all my sounds on my computer too. Yeah. So shout out to my boy Jamarcus Bowden, aka Young Sage, for that. And um, Young Sage. And uh, man, he would put you know my VSTs and stuff on my laptop, man. And I was just dipping in and dabbling through some sounds and stuff. And I was like, man, like let me try to flip this real quick. <laughs> and that high vibrations beat came alive. So it was just man, that's still one of the craziest beats I ever made to this day. Yeah. When it first came on, I said, like, oh, yeah. okay. Because I was going in order and I somehow I went back and that was like the, the last track mm-hmm. and, it, and it hit it. And I said, like, oh, this is tough. Man, that's crazy. And then bro, the I, still, I appreciate that because yeah. I didn't even know you was going on my SoundCloud like that because I don't pay no attention to it because I made them beats, man, about three, four years ago. Listen, man, I, I do my research on, hey, on my that's guests. that's dope, man. bro. You know, I make sure, sure I, I try to go and do all my necessary things, what they've dropped. What music they've had, what's going on in their life. For sure. You know, I try to be in tune. I don't want to be like a regular interview that you can get, you know, cookie cutter interview you can get at any <laughs> radio show. So, why are you here? What's your album about? Well, I don't want to get to know, you know. Yeah, for sure. Give you guys a, a spotlight, the underground artists a spotlight, you know. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm about to get back on it, though. You got I, I actually have more of a passion. Yeah. To produce actually more than to rap, I can I can tell you yeah. <clears throat> your beats are tough. Yeah. Your beats are hard. Like I so, can tell you, your your passion is okay. Let me make these beats. How long you been making beats? Since I was fourteen. Oh, so right when you started rapping. Actually, I was rapping a long. I was rapping a long. Like that's when I started taking it. Taking, serious. I mean, taking it serious. Yeah. But I was rapping long before I started making beats. Yeah. But it's funny. It's it's a funny way of how I even started making beats. 
So I'm gonna get into that story. Go ahead. So when I started making beats, my grandma got this keyboard. She still got this keyboard at her house. Too, <laughs> Nostalgic. This uh, this Yamaha keyboard, yeah. bro. And I used to mess with the percussion and stuff on there. So I'd be like, man, I just started messing with it a little bit. And then my little sister had this little Panasonic keyboard you had to put the batteries in. Fact. So I'd sit there and play a little melody on it because it had this little thing on that keyboard where you can record the melody. Mm -hmm. So... I had a melody playing repeatedly and I put some drums to it. <laughs> and that was the first time I kind of really just dipped and dabbed into producing. I was making some trash then too, so yeah. I ain't gonna care about that. Of course, you ain't gonna be the great right when you come out, fact. But then this when this this the kicker though, cause like my grandma, she took me to Best Bar. I went and got the $700 keyboard, 88 keys. And that's when it got real for me. Because yeah. I started on hardware first before I did software, before I did FL Studio and stuff like that. So everything I did, I played from the drums to the melodies, all that. I played that by hand. Yeah. And like my grandfather. So are you self-taught? Yeah, basically. Okay. That's dope. So it's like, man, my grandfather would hear it outside my room because, man, my grandma would always... She, she would be mad about that in a way because I had never come out of my room, man. My room was like a small apartment, man. I had an Xbox 360, a PS3. Mm -hmm. And I had sure. my studio. I had all my studio yeah. equipment in there. So it was that was your like, that was your getaway. That was my therapy, bro. Yeah, like sure. literally, like so. It was like man, I being that the only time I had to come out of the room was to use the restroom. That's so it. and, and eat. eat, yeah. So it was like man, I being there Did cooking you have a little up. mini fridge in there. Nah, uh, so I ain't go that far. Yeah, yeah. Like, nah, man. Grandma kept the fridge. Yeah, I, I ain't, I ain't yeah. need that. Yeah, so it's like man, I being there cooking up, and my grandfather hit me. Now mind you, man. You know, this is an old man. So it's like, <laughs> man, he'll come in there like, Carrie, man, man, that's so dope. Man, man, play that for me. Wait, come on. Let me hear. I'm like, man, I sit there and I play it for him. He was like, man, that sound real good, man. Like, they was all, man, that's one thing about my grandparents, man. They call me to this day and they yeah. tell me how proud they are of me. That's the best part. That's the best part. You know what I'm saying? Like, they in their 70s now, still in great health. So, man, I appreciate all that. I get all my marital advice from them, too. That's a good thing because they've been you know, married for a, a mighty 54 long. years. So it's like, bro. Yeah. Same with my folks and my grandma. She's in her 90s. My oh, folks, yeah, yeah, my folks been married uh, almost 40 years. So, same, same. Whenever I get married, I know I can go to my pops yeah. for the same marital divorce. How is, you know, being a, a married man and a dad? How is it's that lovely, life, man? Bro. It's lovely, man. And I tell anybody, and it, I mean, man, I, I wish I'd seen more, especially like men like us, man, black men. Like, man, we just really, you know, settle down and really just try to build something with a woman. Mm -hmm. Because, man, like I say, man, marriage gonna, marriage challenges you more than anything, bro. Mm -hmm. And it's challenged me more as a man than it's challenged me in any area in my life. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, like I say, man, that first year is a challenge. Because, man, like I say, man, you, you literally in your first year, you growing into a husband. And, like... People say, man, like, I'm in this, I've been in this long relationship, man. We've been living like we married. Mm -hmm. No, bro, you're going to feel the difference. You're going to feel the difference. You definitely going to feel the difference because you're going to deal with this person on a whole nother level. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, I was just literally talking to, like, me and my wife had a real therapeutic conversation before I even came up here. Like, man, we were just really talking about a lot of stuff that we've been through. Mm. And, man, shout out to Dina, by the way. And, um... Y'all can follow her on YouTube at Dina Fisher and and yeah, do that. Subscribe, hit the notification bell, all that. But anyway, Ding. back to the story. Gotta, um, gotta give wife you some shine. Yeah. So um, back to the story though. Um, 
Yeah, man, so we just sitting there talking about, you know, everything that we dealt with. And um, I told my wife, I'm like, man, because my wife had anxiety. Yeah. So, man, I told her, man, like, I was in my car earlier today. I kid you not, Jern. Like, man, I broke down, bro. Yeah. Because it's a lot of situations in my life that I started to understand just really sitting there and just thinking. Like, man, I was in this relationship with this chick. She will remain nameless, mm -hmm. by the way. But... I was with her for like two years. Man, she cheated, did this, did that, for whatever reason, you know what I'm saying? I don't hold no resentment about it. Of course. But I don't know, man. It just felt like in that moment, like God was speaking to me and it was just like, showing man, something. showing me something. And it just made me realize, like, man, for so long, I felt like, man, I was so hurt by all that because it's like, you, you sitting there thinking like Man why this happened to me I'm doing everything for this girl You know what I'm saying So it's kind of like Man God why me You know why Why, why you allowing her to do this to me mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of like Man It all started making sense to me And I was like man I told my wife this I was like man baby I was like man In that time When did God leave me or forsake me mm. Because I went from the brokenness Of what she did to me to, to you mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying mm -hmm. And I'm like man Look what our situation Turned into Facts My son Eli My son Ezekiel And my daughter I just had my daughter In April So man God ain't that, This is living proof For anybody that's listening yep. Like man God ain't gonna take you Through no darkness mm. And not bring you out of it Greater than you ever been mm. So I always felt Yeah for sure It's like man Depression taught me that It's like man Like Everything we blame the devil for, mm. it really be God using those situations to grow you. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, man. You you hitting it on the head. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, I had to learn how to conquer depression because one, you, you got a choice with depression. Mm -hmm. You could either defeat it or you're going to get beat by you're it. You're going to get beat by it. You and ain't nobody, you. you know what I'm saying? And ain't nobody finna care about your tears. Ain't nobody finna care about your you know, yo, sadness, it's You're cool. It's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, all that. It's like, man, you can sit there and feel sad and feel this and feel that all you want to. But at some point, man, you got to get back on your feet. Mm -hmm. You got to trust the Lord because, man, the Lord come into your life and reveal itself. Be like, man, I'm right here in the midst of your darkness. Like, man, trust in me. Just I hold on. You know what I'm right saying? Right here. I, I give you peace. Yeah. I can do everything you need me to do. And see, this the thing, though, Germ. It's like, man... We rather turn to the weed. We rather mm -hmm. turn to the alcohol. We rather turn to everything but him. I literally wrote that on Facebook today. I was like, man, like we be blaming the devil for all these little trials and tribulations, but it be really God calling us to grow. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, I'm gonna just fall back into this, fall back into that, and all that, you know, all that pop pills and all that stuff like that, man. It's gonna numb you up to where you're not gonna feel your pain temporarily. But man, when the high wear off. You gonna feel it right You gotta again. deal with the reality all over again. Gonna hit you like a, a train. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, if I sit there, man, and I just like, man, God, rather if I'm having problems, rather it be in my marriage, rather it be in my personal life, or even in fatherhood sometimes, it's like, man, I'm gonna just give it to him. That's it. And I feel like, man, that peace come to me instantly. Mm -hmm. Like I don't I realize I don't have to you fight these fight battles. Your I ain't gotta do this, bro. Like, man, we take we put too much on ourselves, especially as men, man. Boom. Cause we already wake up in the morning with the weight of the world on our right. shoulders. Boom. And so get out the bed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And man, if the if wifey ain't happy, the kids ain't happy, or you feel like you falling short in fatherhood, man, it depress you. It hit you. 
and it's like, man. Everybody looking on you to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, your kids got to understand, man. Look, it's all going to come together. You know what I'm saying? And, man, that's why we get up every day, man. And we, you know what I'm saying, man? We get to it. You have no other choice but to get to yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Are you going to let it hit you and defeat you? Sure. Can't let that happen. Man, before we get to the music, how, how you become a cowboy fan? Man, long story short, my grandfather is a Cowboys fan. Diehard Cowboys fan. My daddy too, but he couldn't he couldn't persuade me. And like my grandfather got a Cowboys blanket in his house. Like bro, Cowboys coffee mug, um, everything Cowboys. Man, like man, he was a big fan. Man, you know, in their prime years when they was winning them Super Bowls and stuff like that. And man, y'all can talk about dusty rings all day, but we got them. You know what I'm saying? You have to you have to acknowledge that they do have their five. And sure, yeah, hey, y'all Patriots fans got y'all's too, man. But you, but but y'all go left y'all, so man, y'all gotta trust in Mac Jones now. Mac, so. what's up, baby? <laughs> you know I'm on the Mac Jones train. Hey man, we rocking and rolling. Y'all y'all gonna do something this year? What what y'all line looking like? That's I that's gonna be so. the, I, that's gonna um, be the real key. Cause Man, it was a heartbreaker last season, yeah. man, because I was in Dallas for that game. So me and PA, we was in Dallas for that game. Shout out to PA. I think Dorado. I remember you telling me you was going to that game or something. Yeah, right, me, me and PA went game. out there, bro. He drove out there and everything. We paid for the, you know, we no man, I'm lying. We didn't pay for no parking. We parked somewhere at the Airbnb where his homeboy was staying at. So it's like, Free. so man, parking out there was one fifty, bro. It was stiff. My partner Roy was telling me, yeah, yeah. they they yeah. out there taxing. It was stiff, bro. Yeah. And like I said, I love the foot. I, I actually love the football atmosphere in stadiums. Then yeah. I love the basketball atmosphere because it's some like man, them 49ers fans was deep, bro. Yeah, it was they literally like Bloods and Crips out there, bro. Sure. I'm talking about you seen blue and red everywhere, bro. It was crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I'm taking pictures with them and all that. So it was like, bro. Y'all just having fun. We Everybody really just having good. fun. Ain't nobody out here fighting, man. We ain't on, man. I mean, it's enemy territory, but you know, man, ain't no violence going on, man. We all talking trash to each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, man? So me, man, me and PA, we walked up in there, did you know, we chilling. Dude, we did our thing. Man, but it was, like I said again, man, it was a heartbreaker, man, because, yeah. man, Dag just... Bro, Dak just couldn't get it done, man. I don't and know I, what happened to Dak at the, towards the end of the season <laughs> last year. Cuz was was on fire, and then he was just like, he went to sleep. How is that stadium live? I, I do want to go to. It's beautiful, bro. To, to the it's stadium. a big. It's one of the biggest football stadiums in the world, man. It's 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 just a dope atmosphere, man. And cause like when we first went to a, a Cowboys game, me and him, we went to go watch them play the Redskins, and they just blew the Redskins out the water. Yeah. And we we had standing room tickets. Standing room, do not get standing room tickets to a football worst game. Worst tickets ever. The worst tickets ever, bro. <laughs> and and they overpriced, so we get there late, so we can't even see the game. Yeah, y'all so, in the bag. Yeah, we in the stadium watching the big screen. So man, but we when we went to that playoff game, we made sure we had some seats that time, and man, we we enjoyed it. it like we we took the whooping, but yeah, nonetheless, yeah, we definitely enjoyed it though. Oh, man, so we went home, man, and <laughs> it was depressing. Young Debo Samuels had had y'all's number that day. Yeah, he sat on that star, but then he got his heart broken in the, in the NFC title game. Yeah. So, bro. Hey, that karma came back and built him, bro. You, we good. You're not a Cowboy fan that said this our year, huh? Are no, you, not you, at all. Bro. I've been let down too many times, man. So it's like, you know. And you've been there, and you're 32, so you've been through all I've the I've been through yeah. it, bro. When mm-hmm. the, when Dez, when they said Dez, I got a Dez Bryant jersey on right now, by the yeah, way. So, no, man, Dez. this ain't CD Lounge. Shout out to him, though. But, man, 
we we know who the real eighty eight is. Mm, some Irvin. people some, some some people say Michael Irvin, but <laughs> man, I'm I'm with Coke up man. Irvin. I'm, I'm with that ex man. Mm, so ex-man. Jerry Jones did my man wrong anyway, but yeah, man, that's another that's, story. Yeah, we already know what Jerry did. Come on, Jerry, you could have you could him, him and Romo could have had something special, man. But yeah. Yeah, it's all good. But then that's Aaron Rodgers, bro. So <laughs> so man, you like Aaron Rodgers? Actually, I do. You do? I, I don't. I don't have no I ill. Think, I don't have no ill feelings about him. I don't. I don't have any ill feelings about Aaron Rodgers. I just don't see the hoopla. Like he has good receivers. They don't do anything in the playoffs. They have a That's good true. regular season. Yeah. And they like, oh, Aaron Rodgers. Ah. I'm like, bro, <laughs> he ain't done nothing. He only got one ring from like 09, <laughs> 2010 against the Steelers in y'all stadium. As a matter of fact, yeah. Like, but like, bro. He hasn't done—I just don't see—don't get me wrong. He's a good player. I, I just don't see the, all the hoopla uh, surrounding him. I mean, I would give more the hoopla to Drew Brees more than Aaron Rodgers. But yeah. it's like, you know, Tom Brady, you know, and, I mean, that's the obvious GOAT. I mean, to do it the way he did it in New England mm-hmm. and to go to Tampa Bay and not only—you got people got to understand, like, the road to that Tampa Bay ring was probably Tough. the greatest road to a mm-hmm. championship in NFL history because you got to think all them games he had to play before they went to Tampa and played in the Super Bowl were all road games. Mm-hmm. And you got to understand when you, you play in the New Orleans Saints, New that's Orleans. a that's a dangerous stadium to play Lambeau, in on the road in the cold Lambo. And, and then won. and then where they, <laughs> where they go. Um, to the NFC Championship, where was that? Was they that played. Lambeau? That was in Green. Yeah, that was in Green Bay. I thought they played three uh, road games. They did. Who was that? Oh, the, the Commanders, the first game. Yeah, I and then they that. played. Uh, mm-hmm. they New went and played New Orleans. They beat New Orleans. That mm-hmm. was Drew Brees' last game. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember that. And shoot, they went and beat up Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Just, I it thought like he was finna go back again last year because I'm like, man, the rounds was. Was putting a beating on them boys, and then I'm sitting, I'm driving my car at the time. I'm on six, I think it was six ten or go for real. It's one of the two. I'm like, yeah, man, the rounds got this locked in. I seen it was thirty to twenty seven. Mm-hmm. I said, Tom Brady finna do it again. I thought he was coming back too, bro. I was like, bro, I thought he was doing it again. So I was like, nah, he about to do it again. Then they got man. Matthew Stafford threw that pass to Cooper Cup, man. I was like, okay, cool, man. Slant gone. I knew they was gonna be Cincinnati though, but you gotta you gotta tip your hat to them Bengals too. They gonna they, they gonna, gonna be around. They for, gonna be special. Yeah, they gonna be around yeah. for a little while if they can keep an O line and, and keep Burrow healthy and Chess. Yeah, that's his guy and keep Chase healthy. I think they'll be around. They good man. Yeah, they they, they in a real good place mm-hmm. right now. But I like man, them. Los Angeles, the Rams were just a better team. Yeah, they was. I just mean, stacked. they were structured better. Yeah, they I were mean, just stacked. Defense, offense. I mean, like. Come on, you Matthew Stafford and your receivers is OBJ and, and Cooper and Cooper Cup. Cup. Mm-hmm. And then the defense, you got Aaron Donald Aaron and, Don- and Von Miller. Von Miller. Man. Uh, my boy. <laughs> uh what's my boy Ramsey? Uh uh Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, yeah they, they y'all, was stacked, y'all was they was stacked. Yeah, that's they, my that's my partner Rico team. What up, Rico? That's his team. He be talking so much noise. I said, bro, act like you've had a championship before. Man, no, they they earned that big time though. Man, 2020, you uh you dropped mentally uh traumatized, man. Yes, sir. That was a tough year for everybody. Was was that just the album, just the what you were going through man, at the time or actually mentally, I'm glad you brought that up. Mentally traumatized was really 
it was a vent period for me. It wasn't even necessarily more so the pandemic. It was just like, man, I had been out of, I had stopped making music for a minute. Like once I got married, like when I say I settled down, I settled yeah. down. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cause you gotta think my wife an apostolic Christian. So it's like, I had to make some choices. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about Christian rap for a minute. Right. By the way, man, I'm gonna make that announcement right now. I'm actually finna start working on a Christian rap project Whoa. called Trapped in the Gospel. So Get it's like, first. it's coming, man. Um, Shout out to Derek Omar. Shut up by the way, because like he actually, him and Just Amazing, they yeah. actually talked me into it. Because like Derek made the step first, mm-hmm. but I was amazed to see Just Amazing do it because I was like, man, you know he made that Hugh Walkie. That's a beautiful record, yep. by the way. That was dope. And um, to see him do that before Christ record, bro, that was real. That was that was a testament to me. So man, that was that was real special. So man, you know. Man, me and Derek actually had a falling out. I ain't going to lie to you mm. because, man, when I was working on, when me and PA was working on Heart of Redemption, that, e, you know, the EP we dropped in January, mm-hmm. right before the uh, Winter Collection mm-hmm. show, and, and PA ended up getting sick and couldn't perform with yeah, me that day. So it was like, man, I had to go up there and do that body crazy record by myself. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? So, um, man, he, he came to me because, man, we did the on a, we did the on a mission remix. Mm-hmm. Six months prior to that. So, man, he came to me, man, when he seen that we was working. He was like, bro, man, why you stop making Christian music? Mm. I was like, man, I was like, at first, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was like, man, I ain't, I ain't feel like it was necessary to really have to rap in that nature mm. to serve God. To where it was so crazy to where I would message all my up my fellow, my peers. Like, I would message my homeboys and be like, man, dog, could I? Could I still make the do same? Both. You know, can I do both? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Can I still do my heart of redemption music and my mentally traumatized music and still serve Christ? Mm. So they was like, man, yeah, throw, man, you good, bro. It's not a big deal, man. Your boy tripping. So I'm like, no. Nah. I was like, man, I had to really like just kind of sit back. And when I realized that my wife wasn't so much so behind what I was doing, not saying that she didn't support me, right? But she couldn't really go as hard for me as she wanted to because it would have made it. Um, it would have almost made her look bad because of what I was saying on my records. Thanks. If she would have shared it, so mm-hmm. I was like, man, I used to get mad about that stuff. But then it was like, man, it hit, you. I, it hit me. Mm-hmm. And I started understanding, and she would always tell me because when I did the on the mission remix, bro, she thought I was finna transition. Yeah, like she was excited. I had church family coming up to me, bro. I kid you not, Jern. They came up to me and was like, bro, we heard that on the mission remix, bro. Yeah. That was dope. Like, man, I'm like, man, you, you need to do music like this. So I was like, man, at okay. first I thought about it. I was like, man, okay, I might go ahead and transition. But, man, it was just something about, man, no, stay that trust God, get money, K-Throw, man. Stay that grind hard, K-Throw, bro, man, because you've been doing it for so long. It's like, man, why venture out and try something different? And people might think it's corny or feel like, oh, man, you know, this ain't the normal K-Throw. So it's like, man. So, man, that's where Heart of Redemption was born. It was actually another song that was supposed to be on that project called A 10. And PA dropped it. It's a dope record produced by T-Ray. Shout out to that boy T-Ray Beats. And um, we was trying to shoot the video for so long to that song, Mm. man. And all we could talk about in the studio was our wives. Mm. And I was like, bro, 
That's real. Your wife ain't finna approve of what we finna do in this video. And mine damn sure ain't finna approve. <laughs> are they so, gonna be there? Bro, or they gonna have to be there, bro. Fair. And not only have to be there, but choose the women that's gonna be allowed to be in a video. Mm -hmm. So it was like, bro, I don't think this gonna come to fruition. But what I love so much about that Heart of Redemption project is a song on there called Rough Times. Mm. And that song almost didn't make the project because it's not that, man, we don't like the song or nothing like that. The song, we we almost didn't make that record. Everything else was planned. Like, Get Mine was planned. Body Crazy was planned. Trust God, Get Money. Shout out to my boy Lil Fee. He produced that. Yeah. I performed that at the Wonder Collection. Right. So, Tough. you know what I'm saying? That record was planned. That was actually supposed to go on a solo project of mine. But... Me and P.A. sat down. We was like, man, we need to put a solo record each on this project. So he had the Wake Up song. That's that joint hard. I love that song. And I had to trust God, give money. And then the Jordan and Pimpin'. Everybody loved that song for some reason, bro. And it, it's, it's hard. like, Y'all was going back and forth on that mug. Yo, who for Jordan, sure. Who Pimpin'? Yeah, like, man. Who, who? P.A. was Jordan. Yo, I was Pimpin'. Uh, we yeah. established that in the studio. Yeah. Bro. I'm like, bro, <laughs> you MJ, I'm Pimpin', bro. <laughs> I might be the better rapper, but like, nah. Care, <laughs> but I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, bro. You know, man. You Jordan, man. You this you? Yeah. Cause you, man. He, Cause he. I came up with the title of the song, but the hook that was him. You know what I'm saying? Jordan, pimping. That was him. Yeah. So, man, we made that record, and we 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 made them songs August 6, 2021. I remember the date and everything. And um, man, cause man, T. Ray, he also made that beat too. And he actually had made that beat probably like a week or so before we made that song. And he played it in the studio. And, bro, yeah, I said, we finna do this joint and pimp it to that record. I was telling him, bro, we need to submit that joint for 2K23. And yeah. it's ironic that Jordan on the cover, too. So I'm like, bro, it just makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, we need to tell T-Ray, go make an edited version of this song, man. Let's get going and get these royalties up. So it's That's like, it. you know what I'm saying? But, like, once again, man, what I say, like, when I say... What I love so much about that Heart of Redemption project was that song, Rough Times. Because I'm sitting there telling, like, T-Ray stepped out the studio, and I told Isaiah, bro, P.A. the writer. That's his real name. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry I exposed that. <laughs> but, um, exposed. Uh, I'm like, bro, we need a song about Christ on this project, bro. And he was like, all right, bet, bro. Let's just, let's just run through some beats real quick. All right, cool. So that Rough Time beats came on. Ironically, the beat was called Rough Time. Mm. So... It was like, man, let's do it, bro. I go in the booth. Even through these trying times, I got to keep my faith. I hit them knees and pray the Lord to take this pain away. So it was like, bro, it just came together, bro. And I'm like, man, I, I'm like, PA, bro, you ain't even got to put a verse on it, bro. I just take the verse I already got wrote. And, man, you just seen the hook, and that's what happened. Mm. And ironically, bro, after we dropped that project, he called me. And he was like, bro, this is, one of my, this is my favorite song on the project. I said, bro, mine's too, dog. Because, man, anytime, bro, we going through something, bro, man, just, just play, that, play song. that song. And just, man, just remind ourselves of God's glory, bro. We straight. You know what I'm saying? He married. He got a son, too. He got a lot of good going for him. He been it's, placed on TV shows blessing. and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. man, he, yeah, man, he man, got a nice house and everything, man. That boy on it. Like you said, man, I'm going to praise you even when it ain't right. For sure. I think we all question God, you know. You know, we we human. For sure. But I I figure that that's part of our, our testimony that God leads us through that in the end, you know, everything. Everything going to be solid, bro. Man. Like, 
And I say that I had to learn that the hard way because, like, after my mother passed away, my mother passed away on my birthday, by the way. I'm going oh. to get transparent with y'all, man. Oh. So, man. And you a Pisces like myself, March exactly, 15th, March right? 15th, yeah. correct? Yeah. And, um, man. That's tough. I'm 10 years old at the time. I yeah. had just turned 10. Yeah. So, my grandparents leave the house. This this may be been a, this may be around four thirty that day, and my mother had already passed away. We just didn't know. Mm. So man, I'm at my cousin house. I'm at my cousin Marlon house. Shout out to you, big cuzzo. And um, man, we over there, man. We just chilling, man. So my grandma, you know, my grandparents pull up. They pick us up. Man, we in the car. We not thinking too deep into nothing. Right, right, right. So it's riding. I'm like, my pops at my grandma's house at this point. So I'm like, man, what are you doing here? You he probably just visiting us. You know, it's my birthday. So I'm like, man, he probably just coming to pay a visit. So man, me and my brother, we in the house. They outside talking to my daddy, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, man, we just in there like, man, what's going on, man? Me and my brother, we nine and ten. My brother Pisces too, so man, salute to him. March twelfth, hey. so hey, it's like hey, after me. What's up, man? You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy Jay, though, man. Fade away Jay, that's what they call him. <laughs> so it's like, man, pops come in the house, man, boohoo crying. Mm. Like, man, what he crying about? So my grandma, she don't even know how to, she don't even know how to confess it to us. So she just said something along the lines like she was just like, man, you know, y'all, you know, your mama not coming back. I'm like, all right. I'm like, man, well, she need more time in the hospital. I'm looking at my grandfather. I'm sitting on my grandfather's lap at the time and I see tears rolling down his face. Mm. So he like, he was like, man, she dead. Mm. I'm like, y'all serious? I'm like, man, on my birthday, I'm 10 years old at you the time. You don't, yeah. I'm like, bro. My whole world is shook. I'm like, my whole world, bro. And I'm like, man, so the next day, the whole family pull up. They already making funeral arrangements. Mm. I ain't even get time to mourn yet, bro. I'm like, man. Three days later, bro. Funeral. March 18th, the day of the funeral. Damn. Man, three days later, man. This was when I found out they did open casket funerals. I kid you not. Mm. So I'm not even expecting this. Yeah. I'm like, man, I get out my daddy truck. I'm like, I'm cool. Man, it's the funeral. Mm-hmm. Man, let's gonna say our last goodbyes. Man, I kid you not, Jerm. I walk in this church and my mama casket open. open. I said, bro. I, know, bro. You I said, no, man. I no, I ain't doing this, bro. Yeah. Man, we get up there. My mama look like she sleep, bro. I'm like, bro, come on, man. This can't be reality. Especially in no 10. At 10, bro. My sister, too, at the time. Yeah. So it's like, bro, no, man, this, this ain't crazy. it. I'm sitting there front row. Gotta look at my mama. I'm like, man, I said, man, one shot. I'm, I'm sound like, one shot closes casket, don't even open it no more. Yeah. It's like, bro. That's it. Man, I think I probably would have dealt with it harder now at 32 than mm-hmm. I would have at 10 because. Mm-hmm. You would have known I more. I would have known more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, man, I had them 10 years with my mama. I'm kind of like, it was a little easier to deal with. So it's like, man, but now still. it just, it just would have been too personal. And yeah. I, like, like my wife got a real good relationship with her mama. 
And I ain't gonna lie to you, John. <laughs> like, you would have had 32 years <laughs> with her, or whatever the case man, might be. Yeah, I know, bro. I get jealous sometimes, yeah, bro. Yeah, I, like, I can imagine. Because I'm like, bro, and I, I tell my wife, bro, cherish the moments with your mama. Yeah. The closest I get to my mama is her grace. Like, my, my, my mama buried in Chapel Hill, Texas. I'll drive down 290. Some good sausage done there. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's like, man. I, 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 I'm, a, I'm an only child, and I think about those, you know, as my parents get up in age, Grant, you know, show, like, bro, I, I don't know what I'd do. Like, for real, for real. Especially, That's why I said, bro, I would I would have dealt with it a whole lot harder now at this yeah. age because, like— You're so used to them being there. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I tell my wife, like, bro, when I see your mama and she get to hold our kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it's bro— It's a blessing. It's a blessing because, yeah. like, man, I got to show my son's pictures of my mama. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, man— Same with my pa's having to show me— Because his mom passed when he was yeah. a kid as well. For sure. Yeah. When he was yeah. nine. So I, I, I know. Crazy, bro. Yeah. I can only imagine— but see, my sons know, and it, it, it's special to me because, like, I could point out a picture. I'm like, Eli, Ezekiel, man, who this? Like, man, that's grandma. grandma. Facts. So I'm like, man, and you know what else is so beautiful about my daughter? It's like, my grandma called me. She sent me a baby picture of my mama. Mm-hmm. And she say, Eva, like, that's my daughter's name. And she's like, your daughter look a lot like your mama. Mm. And the irony of that. I would tell my wife, I said, man, I always wanted a daughter over anything. Facts. Because, bro. That love is different. Not only is the love mm-hmm. different, it would be the closest thing to having my mama back. Yeah, I can So imagine. it's like, man, my grandma sit there and say, man, your uncle think this. I also feel like, man, your daughter's starting to look a lot like your mama. Mm. And when I look at my daughter, bro. You can start to see I it. I see it. Mm-hmm. And then it's even crazier because like when I look at my daughter, she smile. Mm. She smile a lot. And it's like, man, bro, it's almost as if like, man, what if my mama's spirit is it's residing in her? In her? Yeah. And it's like, man, she's smiling at me through my daughter. Mm. And I was like, bro, they out, man, like every every girl that has told me this, bro, that that father daughter love is different. And I'm seeing it now. Just my daughter be four months tomorrow. It's like, man, it's different. Animal. It's different, bro. And those years go quick, bro. I, I was just telling somebody the other day. I was like, my minus six and in first grade. Yeah. I was like, bro. I remember when they were born. It's like it was yesterday. Like it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, but I, I wouldn't change it. Nothing oh, for the germ, world, bro. I yeah. got I got to give you your flowers, man. Cause, man, the way you are with your daughters, bro. Like, the way you prioritize them. I know you got a lot going on, man, with the podcast and setting up the shows and stuff like that, doing what you do for us. But, man, it's just like that father time is so vital. Yes, sir. Like, for real, bro. I got to give you your flowers for that. I, I say, I even I even as much as I work, man, I, I got to make time for my babies. They they come first because I wouldn't be working hard. The way, you work, the way you do without your kids. They give me that inspiration that I need sure. to, to keep pushing. Because every time they see me, they're like, Dad, we're going to get this mansion. And that's all I need to hear. It's you know? crazy, bro. And so they so they know. <laughs> they, they, they they know that, I, that I'm working. And just like I was telling them tonight, we got to record DDRT videos tomorrow. So it's, yeah. my grind don't stop. And I include them in it, too. So I want them yeah. to see, you know, this is why Daddy working so hard right now yeah. and building it up so when you get older you can see the the you see the results yeah the results yeah. facts same way you working shoot 
Man, my kids. Man. Yeah. <laughs> my wife, talk. my wife too is an inspiration, man. Yeah. Cause like that is the, the example for sure. Like, man, the ex- like you the greatest example is you, man. Mm-hmm. Like as fathers, me as a husband, I realize that as a husband too, because it's like, man, you the greatest example in your house. Oh yeah. And I tell my wife that all the time. It's like, man, I gotta set the stage. Mm-hmm. It's not more so on you. You just my helper. Facts. But it's like me, I gotta set everything. Everything. Because I gotta set the example for everything. Facts. Because it's like, man, how consistent we gonna be in God? Mm-hmm. Gonna start with me. Mm-hmm. How my sons gonna grow and treat women? It's gonna, gonna start, start with me. me. Like how my daughter gonna see what kind of man she needed to choose? Gonna start with me. Big facts. Mm-hmm. Big mm-hmm. facts. I was actually, I actually took this course at a church. This was the crossover Bible fellowship, by the way. Shout out to y'all. And um, I actually got uh introduced to them through PA. PA was like, bro, man, come hoop with us uh one night. So man, I go over there, man. We go play some basketball, man. Do a little fellowshipping. So man, they they come up to me. You know, my boy KP came up to me. Shout out to you. And um, and he introduced me to this book called Men, uh, Manhood Restored. Mm. And they was like, man, we finna do a six week course on this book. It's gonna be ten dollars. I paid that ten dollars with no hesitation. I know you did. So I'm like, man, I go to these classes in German, man. It was life changing. Yeah. Like, bro, I learned so much of by being a man and manhood and the stuff that we deal with on a regular. Mm-hmm. And it's just so many things that I feel like, man, we just got to apply in our households, bro. We got to apply order. I'm not saying that, man, you just got to be crazy strict or whatever, but it's like, man. You just got to have that voice to be heard. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. You just got to have some kind of regulations in place. And like I said, man, you just got to be that example. The greatest example is you, you. man. That's it. We men, we get called to be leaders for a reason. We called to be kings for a reason. And I believe we gonna store order in the black family once we realize that we are that reason. And it starts with us. It start with us, bro. We can't put this on, on our. We can't put this on our women. Nope. Because when we begin to put it on our women, not only do we create bitter women, we create bitter children. That's because it. it's like they gonna resent us for real. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, a lot of times, it's like when a woman gotta be a woman and she gotta be a man mm-hmm. at the same time, man. The two gonna collide. They gonna collide. It's mm-hmm. gonna contradict each other, bro. And uh, and a lot of times, cause I seen this with my auntie, and it's like, man, she would be yelling at her kids. She'd be doing this, and you kind of just sitting back, dang, like, man, oh, she crazy. Why but, she talking to him like, you know, yeah, yeah that it's like, bro. But then when you get older and you realize the toll that these situations take on single mothers and mm-hmm. stuff like that, it's like. Bro, we we gotta be men, bro. Yeah. We gotta we gotta step up. We gotta start guiding our women from from this and that because it's like, man, if we can go to strip clubs and blow money on them and, and lead them to these places, it's like, why can't we lead them back home mm-hmm. and treat them like queens and and do this and do that and you know what I'm saying, man, and just lift them up. That's it. It's like, man, we can invest ourselves into the grading them. You know what I'm saying? And they only falling into that trap because we allow them to. Mm. And, you know, man, once we take back that power as men. The rest will be history. The rest is history, That's bro. It. We start storing order back in these homes and keeping God first. And 
just like I said, man, you know, just like you said with your daughters, man, I'm trying to show my daughters the type of men I would want them to be mm -hmm. with. I don't want my daughters out here to... No hood rat Negro. Dad. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Beating the, on her. Yeah, man. Because I'm a killer nigga. Nothing. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, bro. I'm killing you. <laughs> hey, man, I'm with you. Over mine? Especially over my daughter. Yeah, over now, my mine. sons, like, I'm, I'm the same way. But, man, having a daughter... It's, di it's different. It's, I tell all my partners who have, who, who <laughs> have daughters, I mean, who are about to have daughters... When you look into her eyes, it's a rap. It's, it's a rap. different. It's different. It's going to bring a man out of you. Oh, yeah, for sure. For like sure. You, you got to be a fool to deny your daughter. For sure. You got to be an <laughs> absolute fool. An absolute fool, bro. When my, as when soon my as daughter, you look into those eyes, it's man, over. Man, bro. It's yeah. over. Crazy story about my daughter, man. My daughter was born April 21st. I was not at the hospital to see my daughter being born for this reason. I had to go get my sons out of school, man. <laughs> my boys was in school. And man, I had to um I had to take my wife to the clinic that morning yeah. around 8:30. We didn't expect Eva to come out that of day. Course, of but course. But we get in the clinic, you're five centimeters dilated, Dina. I'm like, what? I'm like, man, now we gotta go get her mama. Her mama wanted to be there. Shout out <laughs> to my mother-in-law. My mama wanted to be there. We get to the hospital. She's still at five. So I'm like, man, this probably ain't going to even happen till tonight. Yeah, I'm got enough time to go get the boys. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, man. Multitask. I'm, I'm in traffic going down, man, because my daughter was born in a medical center at the women's pavilion. Mm. So traffic terrible. Of course. And I'm like, man, I get to the school. I call my wife. I'm at the gas station. And I'm talking to my mother-in-law. I said, what happened? The baby, oh, the yeah. baby's born. I said, damn. The one time you wanted to be the there. one time I, I want. Now, man, birth is gross. Don't get me wrong, bro. Like, oh, yeah, birth is I disgusting. My, yeah, I watched my son come out. This ain't no sight to if see at all, dude to man. say that is not, man, you weak. <laughs> bro, you got to have. You're not have, telling the truth. You got to have your stream good mm -hmm. to see a mm -hmm. child be born. Mm -hmm. But, man, she told me my daughter was born. Mm. I said, man. At least when I get back to the hospital, I got a miracle to see. Yeah. So, man, I, man, Jeremy, I walked into that room, bro, and picked up that baby, man. Oh, man. My God. Best, one of the best days of your life. Man. I, I said, bro, and then watching her grow up to be this beautiful human that she yeah. is, bro, and smiling. Yeah. Man, it just added more purpose to my life, man. Like, It makes you want to go harder. Go that much harder, yeah. man. Don't get me wrong. My sons were special, too. For but sure. Man. But it's, that, it's, it's something about that girl. Yeah girl and it's then she the baby oh yeah <laughs> it's like it's man my wife is the baby, baby too. my wife got three brothers yeah so it's like man it sounds about baby girl and it's funny because man funny story about my wife my wife didn't want girls mm. my wife wanted boys, boys. It's and your like, blessing. so it's like man when she had my son eli i was cool man you know what i'm saying i had my son first so i'm like man this dope so man me and my brother were born back to back I was born in 90. He was born in 91. My two sons are born back to back, too. Mm. So my grandma would always say it's me and my brother reincarnated. reincarnated. Mm. So it's like, man, it's funny because it's like, man, with my second son, bro, we didn't find out his gender till we was about seven and a half, eight months in. Mm. And the whole time I'm thinking like, man, we finna get our girl, bro. So I'm like, man, we gonna be done, bro. Once I get my girl, I always say when I had my daughter, I was done, done. having kids. Mm -hmm. So... We find out I'm having another son. 
I'm cool, though. Don't get me wrong. For sure. It's another but blessing. I'm, another blessing. So I'm like, man, it's cool. I got two boys. So my wife got on birth control for a couple of years. And then, you know, man, because we kind of just wanted to chill, you know, just have, you know, raise our couple mm-hmm. kids the way we had it. Have you know two kids, be cool. Because, man, we didn't want to have a third back to back. But my wife ended up pregnant in 2000. Matter of fact, last year. And she found out on her birthday. That's the cold part. We going to Corpus Christi for her birthday. She took a pregnancy test that morning. And she was like, Carrie, I'm pregnant again. I'm like, oh, snap. I'm like, yo, yeah, this going to be it it's right here, bro. It's going down. Mm-hmm. So, man, we get them. This was around Christmas time. She go she go to the, she go do an ultrasound, man. I, I had to go work that day. So I wasn't able to be at the appointment. I said, man. Um, and God, whatever you wanted to yeah. be, I'm good, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Rather it's blue or pink, I'm straight. As long as it's healthy. As long as it's healthy. Mm-hmm. And, man. Got that news. I got that news, bro. My wife texted me. She said, guess what? She sent me a flyer, mm-hmm. a pink flyer. It's a girl. Mm-hmm. I went crazy, bro. I know bro. you did. I it's, lost it's, my mind that day. Fellas man. won't know nothing until they have a girl or until they know they about to have one. <laughs> it's, it's different. It's different. Because we didn't find out we were having twins until December, November, December. Because mm-hmm. we just thought we were just having my, my first. I always wanted two daughters first and then my son left. Really? Yeah. Man, that's and crazy. And I found out I was having twins. Oh, man. I was smiling <laughs> from ear to ear that day. I'll never man, forget it, man. Man, bro. Before we get out of here, man, you got any projects coming up? Any merch? Anything that you want to, um, uh, you know, shout out? Anybody that you want to work with? You can give them your, your socials and all the good stuff. Yeah, I'll start with the socials first, man. Y'all can follow me on Instagram at King K Throw. I'm not on Twitter no more. I don't really mess with Twitter. <laughs> but um Twitter be trash sometimes. <laughs> um yeah, Instagram, King K Throw. Um I don't really have a Facebook fan page, but if I'm on anything, it's Instagram. You can really catch me on there. Um and what else you say? You said projects coming out. Uh, man, I'm working on a Christian rap project. Oh yeah, I'll be ready. Trapped for that. in the gospel. Um, me and Derek Omar got some coming for his Yahweh mixtape. That's gonna be dope. Um, I know it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yahweh. Uh, man, what else we we got coming? Man, PA PA the writer. Shout out to shout my out bro. PA. Um, he working on his album. You know that's coming. Um, like I said, man, trapped in the gospel coming, man. I got my boy Lil Said producing on their feet coming back. Um Like I said, man, y'all producers out there, man, y'all got some tracks, man. Holla at your boy. You know, um, man, we finna get that rolling. Uh shout out to my wife. Oh, Once again, um, man, y'all can go subscribe to Thank you for letting them come out the house and I'm sorry <laughs> I got him out so late. Yeah. Um yeah, y'all can go subscribe to her YouTube channel. Dina Fisher. Um, follow her on Instagram, Dina. Dot or should I say period Fisher? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to my kids, man. My inspiration, Eli Zeke, little bad Zeke. You know what I'm saying? Evil, you keep me up at night sometimes, but I love you. Um, real. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Ridge. Um. I don't know if the news out yet, man. I'm pu- I'm performing at this fall collection, man. I I don't know, man. What's going on with that? You performing? <laughs> hey, man. Y'all book it. I'm there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. Shout out to that I boy. Talk to Ridge about some. Yeah, make, make some things happen. Yeah, man, make that happen because yeah. I couldn't I couldn't make the uh, 
spring collection because I just had my child. Oh yeah, that time. we so, had I think like a day or before or after the uh, I can't remember when we had the, the spring. That collection. was that was probably May twenty eighth. My daughter was born. In was April. it May twenty eighth? Do we have it in May? It, it, it might have been May. I'm good. I got excellent memory. Bro. Yes, I usually do. But <laughs> so it's like with, man, with concerts. I'd be like, man, what day was it? But yeah, and I knew I was like, go do what you got to do. Yeah, man. But um, man, I miss. I don't want to miss nobody. Jaren, shout out to you too, bro. Um, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my brother. Shout out to my little sister, man. Shout out to Pops. Man, shout out to the family. Shout out to everybody that believed in me. That's real. You know what I'm saying, man? Shout out to Christ. Yeah. You know, last but not least. For sure. You know, um, man, shout out to my in-laws, man. I love y'all. Thank y'all for believing in me. You know what I'm saying? I might have misunderstood y'all at a period of time, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, thank y'all for trusting me. You know, with my wife and everything yeah. like that. So, man, um, shout out to T Ray, shout out to Zach. You know, man, he actually gonna be engineering on that project okay. that I got coming to Right Hand Baron Collective. That's good. We gonna we gonna you know I'm gonna record that project here, and um, man, I hope I'm not missing nobody, man. <laughs> like, uh, hey, he didn't crazy, forget bro. you if he did. He didn't forget you. Well, it's too many of y'all. He loves shout, you shout, all. shout out to bro, man. Shout, <laughs> shout, shout, shout out to bro too, man. Always uh, shout out to bro. Uh, man. Damn, bro, man. I hope I ain't forgetting no man. Hey, shout out to everybody I forgot, man. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but uh, they're yeah. trapped in the gospel coming soon, man. I probably had that out in December. Okay. Probably January should be no later than January 2023. I kind of actually want to save it till then because I actually want to open the year up with yeah, that. Yeah, top of the year probably. You know, because, man, I said I'm going on a six-month self-improvement journey, man, okay. working out, man, getting my prayer life in order. I you know, like got big plans for the family. Uh, y'all can pray for my downfall if y'all want to, but my God too big for that, so I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Um, Talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So, man, I done already went to the king with the move, so, man, once it's in play, ain't too much you can do about it. That's right. So, you know, shout out to the haters. That's it. Trust God, get money. Trust so, God, get money. <laughs> and like that, man, we appreciate y'all tuning in to episode 105, man. The one on one one on one with Germ, powered by the Polaris Network, man. As always, follow me everywhere. One on one with Germ, except for Twitter, it's one on one WTH. Let me get all those those letters, uh, Twitter. But everywhere else is one on one with Germ. You got any dope artists like K Throw that you think I should interview, man? Send them to my email, twowestboys at gmail.com. That's the number two, W E S S B O Y Z. At gmail.com. Shout out to the Polaris Network where authenticity matters. Uh, make sure y'all check into all the podcasts on the network uh, weekly. Uh, tune into the uh, YouTube, the Polaris Network on YouTube. Salute to the Do Rag Report. Follow the Do Rag Report. Tune into the Do Rag Report, my other podcast. Salute Coop. As always, y'all know what it is. Oh, Fall Collection, October 15th. You might see, see uh, K Throw. Uh, fall so. collection, man. <laughs> fall collection at the media block, October fifteenth. October fifteenth from six to nine p.m. Tickets will be available soon. Uh, you'll probably get the link in my bio. Um, as always, till episode one hundred six, man. Remember to smile, stay positive, pray. Blessings will manifest, man. Y'all be good, man. To the next time, we gone. Already. <laughs>